This is the Catskills News Pod. I'm Mike Sakel with timely conversations for Sullivan and the Catskills. I'm speaking with Sullivan County Partnership for Economic Development President and CEO Mark Baez here to talk about the economy and the state of the economy here in Sullivan County. Uh, a lot going on. Of course, we hear from Mark every so often at uh, many of the Sullivan County committee meetings, always uh, reporting to legislators, and things are looking good. So I wanted to discuss uh, how things are, some specifics to the economy here in Sullivan County, and uh, perhaps even get a little bit of insight as to some future plans that are in the works. I know Mark is always out there busy. First of all, for people that might not know, and there's, there's always someone that doesn't quite understand the workings of the Sullivan County Partnership. What What is the function of the Partnership for Economic Development? Sullivan County Partnership is a private sector um, business association. And our goal, our task is to um, <clears throat> help our members um, do better in business, basically. And we do that by attracting new investment, um, helping small business, advocating for certain projects, being the attraction arm um, for county, we contracted with the county to do specific work. We contract with the IDA to do specific work. Um, and so really it's to bring attention to Sullivan County, to bring attention to our membership and the work that they do. Um, and hopefully by attracting new investment in the county, um, our members can do well, participate and make more money. And then by extension, the county as a whole can do well as of course this uh, the main function is to bring in new business and or, ex- or expand expand business as well yeah i mean how does the partnership differ from the chamber of commerce so so i would so i like to equate it to for instance say we have a car dealership mm-hmm. and we have different functions of a car dealership the marketing the advertising of the car dealership I would equate that to the Visitors Association. Their job is to um, outwardly go out and market Sullivan County tourism to get them to come to the shop, right? Uh, so to speak. Um, and our job is that as well, the, mar- the marketing arm uh, for Sullivan County in terms of, of that. Um, then you have your IDA. So I would equate the finance people to the IDA. Once we get people in the door, who handles all the financing, all the... Um, you know, very particular transactions. Sometimes they get very sophisticated with incentives and other things uh, that the IDA offers. And so they're they're kind of the brains of the overall Sullivan County economic development operation as well. It should be because there are some things that are very complex. So when you talk about the casino project or Cartwright or others, sure, there's yeah. bonding, there's roads, there's things that they do. There's different facilities the IDA uses to do what they need to do to help us get projects here including tax incentives including and tax incentives pilot programs, and pilot programs. Yep. exactly yeah. um and then you have uh the folks that are walking around selling the vehicles right uh and so and and assisting the customer once mm-hmm. they get through the door and i would equate that to the chamber of commerce right that's what they do small mm-hmm. business main streets once people are here how can we help you how can we help promote your business on a weekly basis on a daily basis um ours is more broader it's forty thousand foot Sometimes we work on projects, as you know, six months, great, a year, great, two years, sometimes sure, more sure. than that. And then finally we get them in, and so it's a, it's a long-term play, but the um, the impact and the scale is a lot larger. And in essence, you're lobbying for the county because 
you're, you're I wouldn't kind say of, I wouldn't use that term because uh, well, I get myself in trouble. Uh, okay, okay. No, I, I'm thinking in terms of uh, you know you have a potential business, you have people reaching out to you, and I mean, does that happen a lot? That that businesses are are looking to this region right now. We have a very low unemployment rate, the lowest. Really? Two point seven to be yeah, exact, the lowest um, in in upstate New York. Uh, one of the lowest, yeah. Um, and I would and, say, in you know, as you, you mentioned, you know, we've done very well. Uh, COVID was a very was a punch in the gut, and um, and before that, we were we were our trajectory was straight up, really taken off. Um, you know, when you have your casino closed for a year, when Cartwright's closed for a year, others closed, it's hard to come sure. back from that. And I think. Um, very resilient. We, we've done that as a community, as an economic development corporation, as a, as a team of economic development organizations. I think we've done a really good job of doing that. Um, a lot of that credit goes to uh, Roberta and her team at the Visitor Association because they're constantly driving home the outward message to, to come here. That and mm-hmm. the dynamic of everyone coming here and getting away from the city, mm-hmm. it all comes into play. Um, so we've been busy uh, really getting sites ready. Uh, as you know, okay. Um, you know, there's a lot of activity in other parts of the Hudson Valley. They have some assets that we don't have, some infrastructure, some highway systems that cross their counties that, that makes it easier for folks to locate there who want to invest on a corporate side, right? Um, manufacturing, logistics, and things of that nature. Um, so we've been busy um, kind of elevating our game, so to speak. We've um, gotten four major sites pre-approved. Uh, those four sites, two in Rock Hill, uh, one in the town of Thompson, one in uh, the town of Liberty, right. uh, on the old 17 corridor that we've been paying a lot of attention to, um, represent over 2.3 million square feet of pre-approved space. What does that mean? Well, it means when they're going to get their approvals, when they finally decide to come here, they don't have to go a year, two years out spending money for the approval. So we have the developers do that up front, <clears throat> and it's ready to go for specific types of industry and biz- business footprints. Um, and what that does is it cut the, cuts the development time down significantly. And to the extent that we were able to do that, it makes us more competitive, even though we might be short in some of the other categories, water and sewer, locationally, or other um, you know, elements that, that we use to attract people to the area. How does local community come into play? What I'm thinking specifically, you mentioned Rock Hill. You know, Rock Hill has had a lot of issues uh, community groups that are pushing back on specific projects. I mean, is that uh, you have to you you have to come up with some sort of balance, you know? And of course, Sullivan County is also a big second home residential community. Um, you know how how does that work, and how does the partnership sort of uh, work around that, or or so accomplish what, those goals? So we like to, you know, we'll put it this way: we we. We don't cram projects down the throat of small municipalities or the county in general. We work with supervisors. We work with town boards to get it to get an understanding of what it is that they would like in their community. And when a project calls us or if we solicit someone to come into the area, the first meeting we have is with the town supervisor or the mayor to say, hey, here's this project. I'd be the call today to a, to a town supervisor. We have this project. This is the nature of the project. Is this something that you would like in your community, give us the thumbs up or the thumbs down on it so that we don't waste each other's time mm-hmm. and we can go about our business. But if you give me the thumbs up, then we're going to advocate and we're going to help this project go through the approval process, um, regardless of what happens out there. If there's going to be pushback, and there's a lot, uh, let's not kid ourselves. There's been a, an increasing amount of 
um, challenge to projects throughout the state, particularly in the Hudson Valley. Um, and it's the old adage. People like to come in and they have their utopia and their, their world and they don't want anything else to happen after yeah. they're here, which is okay for those that have um, you know, earned their income and done very well in other parts of the state or outside of the state. New York City comes to mind. Um, but for the folks that have lived here their entire life, and are looking for some opportunity for some way to change their um, their fortune, a new job, a new skill set for communities that haven't seen investment for a very very long time that need the tax rateable to help balance an ever increasing cost of services uh, that they're burdened with, from you know the cost of plowing roads and paving roads and insurance and salaries and all the things that go with running a community, they have to they have to have options. And so um, we've identified certain key areas in the county that make sense for uh, commercial industrial development, and we do that there. Um, but we also work with towns that want other things. For example, town of Bethel has indicated very clearly what type of development they want in their community. Mm-hmm. So we brought them a project a year ago that matched um, you know, what their needs are and what they would like there. And so if we know clearly what it is a community uh, – would like to look like and what type of projects they want. We certainly want to take projects that match their, their wishes and, mm-hmm. and it becomes a lot easier to do that. And, and I'm glad you said that because I, th- I think some people get the impression, you know, the partnership and these entities come in, there's like, I want to put a warehouse there, right? you know, and then everybody goes, no, 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 you can't put a warehouse there. But, right. but there's a nuance to this. I mean, there, there are a lot of different projects. Uh, some have uh, come forward. Uh, some have, failed along the way. I'm thinking of maybe some of those glamping projects that were uh, taking place in Bethel. Uh, yeah, the one and, in glamping in Bethel didn't didn't pan out. Right, um, right. They clearly for said, other reasons. For, yeah, for, for well, they clearly own. didn't want to yeah. have it done there for different reasons. Um, not that it wasn't a project that would be a good fit, because I think it would, given what their comp plan. Mm-hmm. Now they're going to do their comp plan over again. Um, but there were other ones. Carrie Lands didn't work out in the town of Neversink. Right. Um, that's not what they wanted to do. We went through the process. Um, the process um, had finalization, and we move on to the next project, so to speak. And you got to be like a relief pitcher in baseball. You know, if you lose one today, you better be able to come out tomorrow and, and right. throw your best game because you're going to have to try and get another one done. What about- I don't like to use the term warehouses, and I know that gets tossed around a lot. I know yeah. that was a big yeah. issue in Rock Hill, but it's not a big issue, particularly during COVID, when all your stuff was coming in the mail, not every everything imaginable, food. Um, necessary items, paper towels, whatever it is that you were ordering through Amazon or whatever, um, Walmart or whatever, you, you know, there's a, it has to originate somewhere. It has to be stored somewhere and it has to be driven to your home somehow. And that doesn't happen in, you know, in some kind of nebulous area. It's, and, it happens in a place. And in all fairness, I have to say, you know, a lot of these uh, companies that are offering quicker and quicker delivery times, they have to work regionally. Correct. Uh, so you have you what know. they, what they call, you know, last mile facilities. Some mm-hmm. of them are smaller, some of them are bigger, but if you're getting on your phone and you're ordering something and your expectation is that it's at your house at three o'clock the next day, yeah. it can't come from Missouri. It has to come from somewhere nearby. And that typically is going to be a logistics center. And I, I have to add too, as another benefit to the County and we, we still see it is the sales tax revenue. Sales mm-hmm. tax revenue is, is crazy high right now. And mm-hmm. again, I, I revert back to the true marketing people um, the visitor association, that's what they do. Um, and there's no question that the work that they've done 
the messaging that they've sent out there has really helped give us attention from from all over the place, from obviously the metro area, but from outside the metro area. There's been awards that have been won. Lonely Planet gave us an mm-hmm. award. Some other uh, industry magazines have done that. And it's a constant drum that's beat every week, every summer, every year. Bethel yep. Woods helps a lot now because it's so been around for so long and people have become accustomed to that but our ability to bring the casino here not for the purpose of the gambling side necessarily and by itself but for the other amenities the hotel room now the golf course is going to be open mm-hmm. at the end of the month cartwright is another venue for people to go to places for people to stay and i would argue we need a lot more hotel rooms and, you know we have mm-hmm. these uh, great concerts there's over there we have no place to stay need. there still is definitely a need <clears throat> Uh, we talk about, of course, the top two industries in the county are still uh, tourism and agriculture. I mean, uh, I think tourism for sure. Yeah. Agriculture, you got to dig a little deeper, is more of a historical um, um, top industry. It's actually not. Mm-hmm. And I can give you some numbers on the construction right now. You mean is, in terms of economic output? In terms output of real and, economic output yeah, and real yeah. economic expenditures, right? So construction for sure, people building um, the road work that's going on, a lot of the things that are going on. Um, definitely tourism. We're always going to be a tourism mm-hmm. economy, but at the same time, um, our our view in attracting manufacturing, logistics, and other types of industry, metal fabrication, um, the places that people make stuff or deliver stuff, right, mm-hmm. um, is important because, God forbid, there's another pandemic or a natural disaster. One of the first um, industry sectors that gets hit hard is tourism. Yeah. So you can't have all your eggs in one basket. We've learned that lesson. And, and you want to be able to balance and be able to withstand uh, changes, you know, even though they're external and they may, you may not have control over them. Sometimes there are public policy issues that come up that create big changes. you got to be able to withstand it so that you can survive the tough times. And I think we did a good job of that uh, during the pandemic. Yeah, yeah. Of course, we, we also kind of lucked out because you had a large portion of the urban population that came to Sullivan County. Correct. Essentially to escape. And, present- and that industry is still doing very well. And it will still, but created another problem. Mm. And the problem that we have now is housing. Yes, it is. And so Absolutely. For the, for the average person Absolutely. to want to, even someone that wants their first home or kids that came mm-hmm. out of college that decided to come back, they have a good job and they want a, a place to stay, their first home, it's very difficult. There's no inventory out there to sell. Mm. Um, I believe the median um, price of a house now is in the 260, 270 range, yeah. Yeah. Um, which you know, for two decades before it was the 180 range, as you right, know, right. but now it's, so that's certainly something that, you know, we're addressing. We typically don't do that. Um, we stay out of the housing um, lane, but now I think it's important for us to, to, to help in that, in that area. Um, we're looking to attract some developers to, to create that market rate type of housing. So actually going out to, to developers that would bring multi-unit yeah. houses. Yeah. Or, nationals or, even, or regionals or, you yeah. know, certainly something that, you know, has to happen. Um, people have to have a place to live. And in fact, we've lost, um, we've lost certain people that have come here to work because they haven't been able to find the housing that's suitable enough for them to, mm. to, um, to live. So certainly it's something that we have to address. How about other infrastructures and along the same lines? I mean, we talk about housing and that's very important, obviously something at the top of the list, you know, other potential developers or companies, businesses that might be looking to come into the area, they look at other things like education, for example. Education like, is, is, is definitely an issue, but infrastructure, you mentioned it, it's a, it's a, it's a um, Achilles heels that we have now, and we're addressing that. For instance, Old 17 Corridor, I don't know if you saw the announcement the other day, 
uh, Congressman Molinaro um, sponsored uh, uh, money for the county, a uh, million dollars to go towards water and sewer infrastructure up Old 17. We've been working on that for a while. Mm-hmm. There's more monies that we're going to dedicate to that area. Water and sewer is a big, big, big issue for us. Uh, and we're working really hard to try and bring that to the areas that we anticipate new development yeah. uh, to go. And I know the county is undergoing and considering doing a countywide um, assessment of all of our infrastructure assets, you know, where they are, how old they are, what can they produce, what new resources we have uh, to be able to get a sense of where uh, we can withstand some development and to address certain issues. So that's certainly something, along with the broadband um, effort that they've been undertaken for the last five years or so, and very successfully, I might add. So I think within the next year, we should have uh, some of that county broadband service up. Yeah, it should be uh, and up, running. and it's a big deal. Yeah, um, it is. It that's is. where the world's going. It's you know, it's yeah. it's tech. It's everything's on the uh, internet, and that's how you do business. And people working from home, you know. And AI. it's a great it's a great economic driver for the Mid Hudson in general. I see the uh, company that we've contracted with that was doing the uh, fiber optic mm-hmm. broadband is uh, actually going to be based at the old uh, IBM Center. Which, yes, and that's you know. taking place throughout the state. There is a yeah. there is a statewide effort to bring tech companies here, obviously in microchip fabrication and that. Mm-hmm. We're looking to – the reason we're getting a lot of the sites ready is we're looking to um, – if we can be a supply chain uh, site or some kind of subsidiary mm-hmm. corporation that provides some component uh, to that industry sector, maybe we can do that here. Certainly be in a position to kind of, um, of lead in that, in that area. So. Uh, certainly that's got to be ready, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so infrastructure for sure. Readiness is the other one. You mentioned education. That is a big part of it. Um, there's, there's a great program going on right now with the Carpenters uh, Union, with BOCES mm-hmm. and the college. They're training kids. Kids are coming out of there ready to go. It's so important. The vocational stuff is so important um, to keep communities healthy, to provide good, decent-paying jobs to folks yeah. who don't necessarily want to go to college. Um, and they get to go through the process. They get to get the training. And the key part of that training um, is they're going to have health care um, during their apprenticeships, which is a big deal. Uh, and at the end of their apprenticeships, they're going to make a decent wage yeah. for our area in an area that um, is a skill set that we desperately need. And even in terms of higher education, I think we, we do have to give credit to Sullivan County and the legislators for bringing on the program uh, where uh, local high school students absolutely can uh, can go to I SUNY Sullivan. I did it. So yeah. I did, when I went to to college, I didn't know what I wanted to do. So I went to SUNY Sullivan for the specific reason that it was going to save me a lot of money until I yeah. got my act yeah. together and figured out what I wanted to do. A lot so of after, people do that. Yeah, after mm-hmm. two years of going there and every credit transferred, um, and it saved me a lot of money and time while I you know mentally prepared to do what I wanted to do. The other thing is. You know, uh, the county's made some significant public investments. Um, the airport is a big deal. And when that, that gets done and it's been demolished already, when that gets built, um, the investment goes in that airport. It's getting a lot more use now. It's going to get a lot more attention because it's going to be shiny and new and offer a lot more amenities for the folks that are going to be using it. And then the college and when they do the aquatic center at the college, it's a big deal uh, for folks to go there and be able to utilize those facilities. And you'll see tournaments and other things throughout the Hudson Valley, mm-hmm. uh, wanting to use the facility for a variety of different reasons. So I think it's something that the more attention we bring to the county, the more attention we bring to some of the assets here, the better off we're going to be long term. So talk to me a little bit about some of the uh, other um, potential projects that you can... Yeah, you've heard about, you know, you've even, heard about the FIMFO project out in uh, 
out in uh, the western part of the county. We're yeah. waiting to hear yeah. from the um, National Park Service. We, th- we, we advocated for the project uh, unabashedly. We think mm-hmm. it's a great project. We think it's going to be a good fit for the area. Uh, $43 million investment on the western part of the county isn't chump change. It's real money. Uh, the company's uh, a real company with lots of resources, and know, they know how to do this stuff. And we can we can figure out how to get around some of the concerns out there. I think, um, you know, very readily in order to to move the project forward. So hopefully that'll go. Um, there's been some others in the area. Some glamping projects continue to to knock on our door. There's a there's domes that are being built in uh, in Swan Lake in the town of Liberty. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, those are going. I got to see those. Those are interesting. Um, but listen, they're going to bring people here. Hell yeah. Um, we got a call for another grant glamping project um, <clears throat> today. Uh, they're looking to go into town of Mamikating. Uh, we've got um, Livingston Farms, which is undergoing an, an EIS. That's a net um, zero housing development out in uh, Livingston Manor. And once they get through the environmental impact statement, Hopefully, uh, they'll address some of the concerns there and move forward with that boutique hotel with that. Well, then you can't uh, dismiss all of the investment that yeah. Foster Hospitality Supply has been making over the last five oh, absolutely. years. They continue absolutely. to do so. And when you look at individual projects, they may look to be small, but cumulatively, it's like attracting a major, major corporation here, right? So you add it all up and the jobs and the investment and what they do. I don't know if it's the size of the casino, but it'd probably be pretty close. Now, mm-hmm. I, I, I have to say, you know, most of what you listed there is essentially um, tourism projects, projects that'll translate to dollars, no doubt about it. I mean, they're, they're definitely uh, important projects. But uh, again, going back to your idea of, you know, diversifying the so, economy. So we're about to embark on a major um, marketing campaign and push. And <clears throat> we've been deliberately... Um, methodically doing this we didn't want to get out over our skis mm-hmm. on on getting out there and talking to the folks that make those decisions uh, folks like the site selection guild which is whose members are responsible for probably 90 percent of the um, relocation this is a national a national firm, firm. Yeah. <clears throat> you know they go out and so how it works is a consultant um, will be tasked with finding a location for you know xyz company wants to locate right. 500,000 square foot manufacturing center in the northeast to tackle that market and so they're going to go and scour the northeast for sites that are suitable and part of it is being ready so we've gotten ourselves to a point where we're ready um and so now we can be a little bit more aggressive we'll be going out and specifically marketing the areas that we've gotten approvals for um, particularly the old 17 corridor um because now we know we're, we're we've got an advantage right we're, we're ready to go they don't have to wait um and we can sell something that's that's something that they're going to desire um, to be able to attract them here. And it could be anywhere from, listen, food processing, logistics, manufacturing, light manufacturing, assembly, mm-hmm. whatever works. Um, to yeah, kind it's of a diversified, diversified kind of economy. industry, yeah. So that's yeah. going to be a big yeah. push for us right now. Okay. Um, so we've been kind of um, building the foundation for that. Um, didn't want to put paint on the house before we uh, went and sold it. And so obviously we've got a ways to go with infrastructure, but we think we're, we're, we're well on our way. And the other thing going on now that's big, and I think you – uh, I think uh, the radio station uh, talked about yesterday was Clean Path New York. Yes. Um, and the, the power uh, situation in order to meet the New York State uh, Climate Action Plan, um, you got to have electricity. And based on some of the storms, and listen, I'll be the first to tell you, they've been different. 
they're stronger. I had dents on my car because of the, the hail that hit last week um, on my hood of my car because a quarter size hail came down. So things, the environment's definitely changing. And so mm-hmm. you have to make sure that your, your grid, your electrical, your energy systems are um, redundant and solid and can withstand that. And having that um, system go um, from the north of the state all the way to New York City underground is a big deal. Energy is what keeps the economy going. And so that's certainly that's, Absolutely. that's important yeah. for us. Yeah. So um, as we wrap up here, I know you recently announced a new, some new members of the board of directors. Yeah, so we like and to. You well, have your event coming yeah, on. We have our event on October fifth. It's going to be our twenty ninth year of existence, and we're very thrilled and we're very happy to um, announce that Murray and Ellen Bresky are the Walter A. Rulin Award winners uh, this year. Um, they've been investing in Sullivan County for the better part of four decades or more, I think, in that, um, and they're. Their food product, Murray's Chickens, um, is basically mm-hmm. distributed all over the place. And it's a very, if for those who haven't heard of it, um, I happened to do an event up in Albany at the Orange Club of all places, right? It's very kind of pomp and, and uppity kind of place. And they bring out the menu. <laughs> and on the menu, I notice Murray's Chickens is being served. Really? Yep. Yeah. So, wow. And it's not the first time that's happened. Yeah, so, yeah, sure. you know, for those that don't know, we have a, a tremendous food processing um, industry sector here in Sullivan County. Yes. So if you talk about formaggio cheese, nonis, you talk about Murray's chickens, Bry's eggs, and the list goes on and on. Mm-hmm. Um, and then those foodstuffs get delivered all over the place, yeah. outside. And some very unique products, states. really. Um, so, I went over, I'm doing some work with uh, Newberg Egg. High-quality products. If you haven't yeah. been over to Newberg Egg, it's yeah. a very, they built a corporate facility out there in Woodridge that um, matches up with any any other and they send their egg products all over, all over the place. And so, these are the things that um, I like to market now to those that want to come in the area. You can do business in Sullivan County. You can send your products all over the world now, and you can do it in a place that's really, really great to live in, where the costs are reasonable, where the environment is is absolutely beautiful, uh, and you're able to do so uh, without any uh, major. You know, challenges. So I think that's something that's special. Well, Mark Baez, President and CEO of the Sullivan County Partnership for Economic Development. Sounds like you're you're positive. You know, we've gone through so many changes, even with the bumps along the road over the past fifteen years. You're you're positive for the next fifteen years here in Sullivan County. Get through some inflation things and yeah, politics, yeah. but I think listen, we always survive, we always come back. I think so. And it's a little bit better every time and so, you know, we just got listen. You know, I might get killed when I admit this, but I'm an old Red Sox fan. So I was waiting around for a championship for many, 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 many years and finally got one. So I'm used to waiting around because at the end, when you when you win, the victory is a lot sweeter. Well, Mark Bias, we have that on the record. So <laughs> thanks so much. Thanks for and, having me. Uh, thanks for the uh, the positivity and, and filling us in on what's happening here in the uh, Sullivan County economy. Thank you, Mark. This is Mike Sakel. Thanks for listening to the Catskills News Pod. Remember to subscribe, and I'll be back soon with more conversations wherever you get your podcasts and at RadioBold.com.